Did you hear the story about the young black woman who plays volleyball for Duke University and was heckled over and over and over again by racist fans from BYU, Brigham Young University? And this game, I believe, was actually in Utah and nothing was done about it. Nobody intervened. BYU's team didn't force it to end. BYU officials didn't. But there's one group that really should have stood up for this young black woman who's on their team. And that's her own coaches and staff right away should have intervened and said, if this continues, we will not play. But they failed as well. I want to unpack and explain why I think Duke University needs to step up and acknowledge that they also dropped the ball here. And I want to give you some insights on what teams should always do in these kinds of scenarios. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. Hello, everybody. I'm so glad to be back. Uh, My family and I had some time off this past week. It was uh, both refreshing and exhausting. (laughs) When you're traveling with so many people and on the road, uh, it's not easy. But uh, I'm glad to be back home. Glad to be right back here with you. Of course, there's so much going on in the world, as always. But I want to talk about something that I saw this weekend and this past week. And uh, I was itching actually to get on social media to talk about it, but I tried to give myself some time off. A young black woman who is a student athlete at Duke University on their volleyball team, a a brilliant volleyball player, was being chanted and, and taunted rather with racist chants by students at Brigham Young University. And Duke was playing Brigham Young, also known as BYU. And the young woman's godmother posted what is now a super viral tweet thread about what she heard and witnessed and saw for herself. And what she described were multiple fans openly calling her goddaughter, a student at Duke University, the N-word. Open, openly calling her the N-word in front of people and other fans openly and repeatedly taunting her with racist taunts throughout the game. And BYU absolutely failed. And I've seen, this may or may not come as a surprise to some of you, but a lot of people talk about the deep racism in Utah and several NBA players, black NBA players that I know would, will say over and over again, the most racism they ever endure is when they play in Utah, the most bigotry and discrimination and ugliness they get, they get in Utah. And I saw several prominent, white people in Utah who were not at these volleyball matches, had nothing to do with this, say, hey, 
everybody, we really need to talk about the racism in Utah. This was these were white people in Utah. BYU failed. Uh, tournament officials failed. NCAA officials, refs, staff, and others who were at these volleyball matches all failed this young woman. And I mean, it was a, a complete systems failure. When someone is being taunted with open racism and bigotry, you have to stop the match. You have to force that person and anybody else who is being openly racist out of the place. And you need to intervene right there in that moment. And officials who could have done so didn't. And while it was primarily, I I don't even know if I feel primarily, while it was certainly the responsibility of BYU officials and NCAA officials who were there, the staff and coaches of Duke University from her own team probably had the most power of anybody to say, hold on here. We hear racist taunts being leveled at our player, and we will not continue until they stop and are acknowledged and whoever's responsible is put out. And they literally probably should have announced this over the intercom saying, if anything like this happens now, or for the rest of the day, or ever again, you will never be a part of anything here, period, point blank, dot com. Don't do it. Don't try it. You'll be in trouble if it happens. But Duke University, to my knowledge, to my understanding, also failed in that moment. And and I want to use this as a, a teachable moment for us. Because, yes, Staff and officials from BYU should have intervened. Those who were hosting the tournament and staffing the tournament should have intervened. But when anybody around you is being discriminated against or experiencing racism or bigotry, and you are a person in power, particularly if that person is on your team or on your staff, You need to step up. And that was the moment where Duke University officials and staff and coaches and others should have said, hold on, we won't play under these conditions. We won't force any of our teammates and and team members to play under these conditions. We will never play here again under these conditions. And we will discourage anybody else from playing here again under these conditions. And it should have stopped and halted right then and there. Listen, and I'm I'm not just, I'm particularly speaking to white people, but I'm speaking to anybody in power. When you are supervising a scenario where you see or witness or hear of racism, bigotry, or we can widen the tent, misogyny, discrimination, whatever. You have to intervene and stop it right there. And it doesn't matter if you are the the quote unquote person in charge. If you're the ones hosting it, you have to step up and say, nope, this will not happen on my watch. And while 
the people of Utah and the, and the people of BYU deserve a significant amount of blame. Duke University is getting off a little bit here because they should have intervened and that should have been a moment where this young black woman, instead of feeling abandoned, felt seen, valued, treasured by Duke enough for Duke to say, no, 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 no. You're going to stop this. We're, we're done playing until it stops. And if it happens again, and here's what has to happen, like your, your team, I'll just speak of sports. I don't care if it's anything from elementary school through pros, your team needs to go ahead and create a plan on what you'll do if racism happens on your watch. Go ahead and work it out. Here's what we'll do if we experience or any of our players or staff experience racism during a match or game. Here's what we'll do. So that when racism happens, you're not having to think in the moment, but you've already game planned it out. That's what you need to do. And you need to do it for sports and a lot of other spaces. I'm disappointed at how this went down. I'm not surprised because I hear over and over again about the racism in Utah, but I am disappointed. Listen, I'm glad to be back here on the podcast. I will be here every day this week. Please, 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 if you're not yet a member of the Northstar.com, please join today, all right? Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Show. 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 Show.